This is your Sentinel News Dump for Tuesday, May 7th, 2019. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Middle East Report studio in Washington, D.C. Check out our website, districtsentinel.com. Here's what happened today. Confusion reigns on Capitol Hill over whether or not the National Security Agency is still conducting a massive domestic phone surveillance program. A group of Democratic senators, including Ron Wyden and Kamala Harris, wrote a letter to the spy agency asking for clarification on the issue. The NSA's telephony metadata program was first revealed by former contractor Edward Snowden. Its scope, essentially the collection of everyone's metadata, generated controversy and prompted Congress to limit the government's role in the collection program in 2015 with the USA Freedom Act. But last month, the Wall Street Journal reported that the program had ended completely, that it was shut down by the NSA after its database had to be purged when it was discovered the agency collected stuff it shouldn't have. There was no confirmation by the NSA of the shutdown, and as senators note in their letter, quote, a public status report will resolve the current confusion. Speaking of privacy invasions and collection, debt collectors will soon be able to harangue people via text and email. Uh, or they will be under a new proposal rolled out today by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The CFPB unveiled the draft rule, which also increases the number of phone calls per week that debt collectors can make to seven from six, which was the limit set under the Obama administration. A CFPB official told Bloomberg that there's no legal limit to messages collection agencies can send via text and email, but they also simultaneously said that messages to work email and social media will be forbidden, and they said that debtors should be able to opt out of messages. Another day and more clashes between Congress and the executive branch on the issue of oversight. One day after Attorney General William Barr defied a subpoena from the House Judiciary Committee, the White House said former counsel Don McGahn will also not comply with a records request. The committee is probing charges that Trump obstructed justice, and it's unclear whether the White House will also block McGahn from testifying before the committee. Meanwhile, in a separate probe involving Interior Secretary David Bernhardt, the House Oversight Committee is threatening to withhold pay from department officials who are blocking lower-level employees from speaking with committee investigators. That inquiry relates to allegations that Bernhardt has been conducting secret meetings not listed on his public schedule. Finally, President Trump continues to coddle disgusting reactionaries. Last night, the White House announced a full pardon for a U.S. soldier convicted of murdering an Iraqi detainee. Michael Bahana was sentenced in 2009 for the killing, first to 25 years, later reduced to 15, and Bahana only served five years. He had executed Ali Mansour Mohammed after accusing the Iraqi man, without evidence, of being involved in an insurgent attack. Bahana had been ordered by superiors to take Mohammed back to his hometown. The ACLU said correctly that Trump's full pardon was tantamount to an endorsement of war crimes. In the statement made by the White House last night, it made no mention of Bahana being falsely accused. And that is your news dump for today. Thanks to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, the Middle East Report. Find it at merip.org. Consider subscribing at Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel for full newscasts Monday through Thursday. The dump will return tomorrow. We're here in D.C. so that you don't have to be.